Well, hello and God bless you. Welcome to BlendCouragesYou.com, where we are here with the word of the Lord to encourage you to stay on the wall for the Lord. My name is Blend, and I praise God for being here with all of you on this episode number 83 of our podcast. Well, BCU family, we have a general audience's post here for you, and it concerns really paying attention to what God says. Yes, so go ahead and get your Bibles, your notebooks, something to write with, a snack, and settle on in. Blend Encourages You is coming to you with our lesson entitled, The Voice. That's what's coming up next. All right, BCU family, so welcome to my faithful podcast subscribers and welcome to our first time subscribers. No matter where you are on the spectrum, we appreciate and thank God for you tuning in. So BCU family, you know, the wonderful thing about when God gives you something, you know, in terms of writing it down or a message uh, through prayer or through the word of God or, or whatever it is, when you go to revisit it, it's still relevant and timely. So I happened to be looking through some posts that I did probably about four or five years ago. And this one in particular stuck out to me. And I thought that, you know what, let's go ahead and put this on the podcast and revisit it because um, I definitely need a refresher in the voice. So let's go ahead and dig into the story. There's a story with this one, everybody. So a while back, my brother, uh, his name is Gary, he preached a sermon entitled The Voice, and it was based on the book of John, chapter 12, verses 20 through 32. So this post or podcast is in reference to listening to that still small voice that tells us what to do. Do you hear that voice or do you listen to it? Believe it or not, there is a difference. So BCU family, as a disclaimer, before I get into the story, while I was involved in it, there were also a couple of other people involved as well. So in order to protect their privacy, Uh, Their names have been changed and some detail omitted. So a good many years ago now, um, I had ran into a handyman who I will call Lou. So I'm not quite sure what happened, but Lou mentioned that uh, he was a handyman and had stopped doing that for a while and was trying to uh, get back into being a handyman. Lou had pictures of the work that he did um, and because he was starting back up again said that he would like to avail himself uh, to do some work in my home as needful and would be reasonably reasonably priced in doing so. I thought, oh, this is great. So I mentioned Lou to my friend Lee who was also looking to have some things done in their home as well. So this is going to work out great for all the parties involved, right? And I got to tell you that Lou was very polite, friendly, and professional. And when uh, he came to survey the work that it was that we needed done was very, very reasonable. 
All right, so, so far, so good. At some point, the Lord told me to mention a contract. We needed to get this all down on paper. So I left a message for Lou one evening to write up what it was that he quoted me, what materials were needed, and so on and so forth. Now, I mentioned the need for a contract to my friend, Lee, who said, why would we need a contract? Lou is just starting out again. It's a small business. Now, BCU family, I was torn. How many judge shows had I watched where verbal contracts were not honored? I have a degree in business. I know better than to take someone at their word. But I did feel bad because Lou was starting over and truly needed a break. So I hushed the Lord's voice about pushing the contract. And when Lou got back to me, he said, I don't have any contracts anyway. Red flag. So on another occasion, and it was likely to uh, meet over at Lee's place to uh, get that particular quote, we scheduled a time where we can all meet up together. That particular day, Lou, the handyman, was over two hours late. No call. Now we telephone out of concern and Lou gets on us about the traffic being heavy and we just don't understand that uh, he was coming from another town and since we were expecting him, he figured we'd just wait. Bright red flag. So finally, Mr. Handyman, Lou does arrive and after exchanging our initial greetings, he proceeds to continue uh, sort of scolding us about being upset that he was late and did not call. So he's going on and on and I'm not sure of what he said because as I'm listening, I'm trying to exercise some self-control over my rising temper because I was getting a little heated. So I kept trying to explain to the handyman, Lou, that we understand traffic. Just give us a call if you're going to be late. So this went on and on for about 15 minutes. And at the end of that conversation, Lou still did not feel like he needed to call if he was going to be late. He was adamant about that. That was a bright red flashing flag. So as I'm trying to calm down in my spirit, Lee, who is my friend, dismisses Lou's attitude, his insouciance, and Lee goes on and finalizes plans with the handyman to do the work in their home. Now, I heard the Lord tell me very clearly not to let handyman do any work on my place. I got to tell you, though, BCU family, I did second guess that a little bit, though. You know, was I being in my flesh? Maybe he had a bad day. 
we all mess up from time to time, right? So, yeah, I confess that I hope that I misheard the Lord. But with his grace, I kept watching and praying just the same. So Handyman does come and starts to do some work on Lee's place. And I've got to tell you, BCU family, it really started to look nice. Lou even called when uh, he was going to be late or when he wasn't coming initially and sometimes. He didn't show up for a day or two from time to time, but when he did, he sang, worked, and really did an outstanding job. When I stopped over to Lee's house, Lou, the handyman, kept asking when he could start on my place. I told handyman, you know what? Finish up Lee's place first while I continue to watch and pray. I'll tell you, BCU family, although the work was getting done at Lee's, the Lord's voice was clear. Don't do it. That's the final waving flag with flashers. So BCU family, it is abundantly clear. I have no doubt whatsoever that that was the Lord's voice talking to me and saying, Blen, do not let Lou do any work in your home. So I'd, I'm grateful that there were no contracts or anything like that because I could just bow out gracefully. What happened with my friend Lee? I've got to tell you, BCU family, that the work that Handyman did was absolutely fantastic. It was beautiful, beautifully done work. However, there were two or three major projects that Handyman needed to finish doing. They're about three quarters of the way completed. Handyman decided that uh, he would go and take another job with another client in another city and left my friend Lee hanging and having to go and hire someone else to finish up the work. I've got to tell you, Lee was extremely upset. This just, it was a very messy and ugly situation. What have we learned from this? I'll tell you what I've learned. So my big takeaway, BCU family, from uh, this story that happened so many years ago is that we have to, with the grace of God, get to a place where not only we hear his voice, but that we listen. Yeah, there's a difference because all of us hear things. Are we listening? And by listening, are we taking those instructions to heart and following through on what God tells us? Many times when the Lord speaks to us and it's very clear, it's very clear, we second or sometimes even third guess that it is him speaking with us. Now, granted, we may want to check in through prayer or what have you to be sure that we're walking in the spirit versus walking in the flesh. In many cases, what happens is that we'll hear his voice and then the enemy will come right after that uh, with something that's lined up maybe with fear, worry, and unbelief. And those things don't come from God. 
And what happens is if fear, worry, or unbelief gets in between what God is saying and what the enemy is saying to you, it drives us to do things outside of the will of God, outside of what the voice is saying, and that's big trouble. Case in point, if you take a look at Genesis chapter 16, and definitely please take the time to read this chapter in its entirety, we have got Sarah and Abraham. And you all recall that God had promised that Sarah and Abraham were going to have a child. Now, they thought that they were too old to have this happen. So what Sarah did was she went and got her handmaid, Hagar, to um, lay with Abraham. And they, uh, of course, had this baby named Ishmael. That's not what God said to do. He didn't give them those instructions. And what happened was that Sarah and Abraham, or at this point they were Sarai and Abram, they allowed fear, worry, unbelief, and doubt to creep into the point where they went outside of what God said in order to make it happen. Now we might be saying, yeah, that's terrible and they shouldn't have done that. Let me tell you all, we're not exempt. <laughs> we are not exempt. Uh, many of us, and that includes me as well, have gone on and you know gotten a handmaiden to do something or have gone outside of what God has said. And it has been a disaster. It's been a disaster. So with the grace of God, BCU family, we've got to do better in the listening department. So in getting back to my story with Lou the Handyman, uh, sometimes fear of hurting someone's feelings, losing out on a good deal, getting cussed out or looking foolish keeps us bound and making unwise decisions. As mentioned previously, the enemy does have a way of trying to drown out the voice of God with using these age-old tactics of fear and worry and unbelief. It is our responsibility to know the voice of God and to yield to it, as Jesus said in John chapter 10. As we steep ourselves in the word of God, in prayer, meditation, and also in study, God's voice will become clearer and the voice of that stranger will cause you to flee from it and the things that it suggests. With God's help, let's practice tuning out the noisome pestilence of the world and the enemy and tune in to the voice of God to ensure that the things we do and say will be pleasing to him. Well, BCU family, it sounds like we, and when I say we, that includes me, we have some work to do in this area. I'll tell you what, why don't you all pray for me and I'm gonna pray for you all as well. And in between our prayer times, let's practice with God's help, hearing and actually listening to his voice. I'll tell you this, if we listen to his voice every time he tells us to do something, we will never go in the wrong direction. So BCU family, I would love to continue this conversation. So if you would, please, if you're not already here, head on over to the blendcouragesyou.com site. If you scroll down to the comment section of the post entitled Hearing versus Listening, 
go ahead and pop your comments in. I will check that out and let's keep this conversation going and hold one another accountable for making sure that we are listening like we should. So as we get ready to sign off, I'd like to extend an invitation to those of you who have not already subscribed to the BlendCouragesYou.com site. Listen, it's free and God has blessed this to be a place where you can get the encouragement, inspiration, and information that you crave all based on the word of God. Additionally, check us out on the daily. We are on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, and we're also on weekly on YouTube with the BCU Word of the Week. You can also listen in and subscribe to the podcast on Stitcher Radio, on Google Play, and on iTunes, which is now known as Apple Podcast. So whichever way you want to get to Blend Encourages You, whatever works best for you, go ahead and do that. Just subscribe if you would. All right, BCU family. So we are going to close out our podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in. This is Blend from BlendCouragesYou.com. May God bless you, keep you, make his face to shine upon you and give you peace as you stay on the wall. Thank mm-hmm. you.